0: Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluffy stuff. What's his name? Mark and Tamil Kenny. How you two doing?
1: We're awesome, Joe. Thanks for having us.
0: Well, it's my pleasure. And I'm glad to hear that you both are doing well. And a little bit about Mark and Tamil. They are full-time apartment investors and coaches. They've got 25 plus years of real estate investing experience eight of those years with larger multifamily. And in fact, their portfolio consists of over 9,000 units and over $550 million worth of apartment communities. They are based in Dallas, Fort Worth, and you can learn more about them. If you haven't heard them already through they sponsor the podcast, which I'm proud that they do. I know both of them and I'm enjoy meeting up with them at the best ever conference annually. And then at different places throughout the year you can find more about them at thinkmultifamily.com so with that being said that was a mouthful but with that being said <laughs> you two want to give the best ever listeners just a little bit more about your background and your current focus and then we'll kind of dive right into it sure thanks for having us joe background wise
2: fairly quickly. I grew up in Michigan to me, I grew up in Michigan as well. Didn't really have a lot growing up as far as extras. So my twin brother and I were like, this kind of stinks. We go to our friend's house and they have a like DVRs and they have color TV. Mm-hmm. So we said, we want to do something different. We didn't know what it was going to be. And then we were seniors in college and both kind of analytical, both were CPAs, IT guys and said, Hey, you know what? Everyone needs a place to live. So we started buying two to four units. We we're like 22 didn't know what we were doing. Didn't know what syndication was at all. And then uh, we got married pretty young. Camille and I did. And we started buying properties together. How
0: old were you two?
1: I was 20.
2: I was 16. No.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was 23. Got it. Slightly older.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It was kind of one of those things where I started an IT business in 2008. It was doing really well. I mean, relatively speaking, well, I guess, from a financial standpoint. But I was working 90 plus hours a week. Slept like three hours a night. Not like sometimes, that was my schedule, Mm -hmm. which is a little rough. And for some reason, Tamiel didn't like that. I don't know why, but (laughs) she didn't. So she kind of gave me an ultimatum. You either do something different or this is not working out. Mm -hmm. So I said, hey, we both have real estate. Why don't we start looking at buying larger properties? This was back in 2013. It took us a year to get our first deal, unfortunately, but a lot of circumstances for that. And then we just started syndicating after that and ended up doing, we've done about 72 transactions since that time.
0: 72?
2: Yes. A lot. It's high level guys, a little bit more than that because we've sold some and things like that too, but a lot of transactions, we try to focus on a hundred plus units, but I know you do a lot of larger deals. We do some as well, but we also do just counter unit properties here and there. And that's kind of what we've been doing. And then we started coaching back in 2016 And uh, that's where we kind of developed, if you want to say, in addition to our marriage partnership, we developed a business partnership between Tamil and
0: myself. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. How long have you two been married? 26 years. 26 years. Okay. And an interesting conversation we were talking about before we started recording this would be partnerships and in particular, being married to your business partner and what that's like. So, Tamil, what is that like being married to your business partner? Why did you go first? I not know. <laughs> you already talked. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so, I'll start with where we are now. Where we are now, things work pretty smoothly. I run one aspect of our business and he runs another. Which is? Uh, he is more of the technical. He has the CPA background. He does deal analysis and the coaching and he does pretty much most of the speaking in our conferences. I run more of the soft skills backend stuff. So it's the branding, marketing, our events, business development, our podcasts, and so on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in the beginning, Mark kind of has, maybe it's all meals. I don't know. I think they know best <laughs> probably, in every probably. area. So it took him a little while to understand, hey, I actually know what I'm doing in mm-hmm. putting on the events and the branding and the marketing and just like With the skill set that I started with, I built my own confidence. The more I took on, the more I learned, the more confident I became. He also, the more he saw me do, the more he saw me be able to handle and juggle, the more confident he became in that skill set as well. So now he knows that he really doesn't have to question what I'm doing on my side of the business. And I've learned not to question what he's doing on his side.
2: I tried questioning once. Oh, oh, he did. (laughs) And I I learned my lesson.
1: And same here. (laughs) I question things that you do. I'm like, all right, all right, that's your space. Okay. I'm not trying to step on your toes. So Mm -hmm. if you can really learn what each of your skill sets are and respect the other person for their skill set and don't think that your skill set's better than theirs, or Mark used to think that his skill set was more important than mine. But really we need both of our skill sets to work together to keep this business going and our marriage going. So (laughs) if we can just take a deep breath and relax and trust the other partner, then we're golden.
0: We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. As your portfolio grows, you need financial management services you can rely on to help you save money and continue making the right choices for your company's future. Realestateaccounting.co's top-tier CFO team uses their deep industry and operating experience to guide real estate syndicators, investors, and family offices through every pivotal moment and crucial decision. Their fractional CFO services include budget to actual, cash flow and distributions, and reporting and valuation. Go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO to find out why REA is one of the fastest-growing real estate accounting companies around. The real estate experts provide timely analysis and consultations to help you make the most informed decisions possible. See and trust where your portfolio is headed with the customized financial reports based on the KPIs that matter to you and your business. Try it risk-free today or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, the majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. Thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. With the don't question things, it's your space. How do you approach it if at all? Because I heard what Mark said. He tried doing that once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you approach it if at all? If simply more, not saying there's a better way to do it, but rather I'm curious why you did it this way because in my uninformed opinion, I think this other way could work better. Because especially, Tamil, you mentioned events. Mm. Come on, there's so many things that can and <laughs> usually do go wrong with events. Right. So it's like, yes. I'm sure there's an opinion out there where it's like, well, why didn't you do it this way? How do you approach that? Because ultimately, I believe we all need that feedback to help sharpen our skill sets, even if The other person doesn't have as refined of a skill set as we do, but it's good to have that constructive opinion. So I would say we still
2: have the constructive opinion. I think when Tamil says question, that be completely the right term. Initially, I would say I tried to overrule and in some cases overruled her decisions, even for the areas that she was kind of, and we never defined it up front that she was Mm -hmm. over those areas, even though she was the one (laughs) doing all that. Plus, there are areas I don't really like that much and I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. So I would overrule her and say, we're going to do it this way. And for some reason, she didn't like that either. I don't know why. <laughs> 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 And we decided, okay, the event space, the branding, marketing. So we will ask each other. So the questioning piece, I think, does still happen. But if I have a difference of opinion, Tamil can still decide which way to go on it without really an issue at all. And I'm totally fine with that. Actually, mm-hmm. I enjoy it because I don't have to get involved in that. But we do still question and we'll ask each other too. Hey, what do you think about this? Even on the coaching side, where if we're dealing with a situation, I'll ask Tamil what her thoughts are on it, but ultimately I can decide how I'm going to handle a situation. So we do ask each other. It was really upfront where we didn't really ask each other that much. And I thought I was doing everything initially myself anyways, before Tamil really got involved. And I thought I probably knew better. And I'm glad that she does it now because now I don't have to get involved in it anymore. <laughs>
1: And to be fair, I actually have a team of my own. So mm-hmm. I ask them for their opinions and how our events went last time and what could we do better. And sometimes we'll even ask some of our coaching students, okay, hey, what did you like? What did you not like? What would you like to see different? So I do ask for feedback so that we can always perform at our best.
0: It's going to be a hypothetical question, so it will be impossible to answer it correctly. So just, I'd like your opinion. hypothetically. If you two were not business partners, would your marriage be better or worse? We may not be married. Uh, yeah. In <laughs> <laughs> all fairness. So for
2: us, we're probably a little bit unique because people say they work a lot and I get that. But I have people all over the world on projects and my phone would go off. literally. I'm not, I'm not talking today.
0: about working 90 hours in an IT job. I'm talking about if one of you focused on this business and the other person did something similar, but not with the other person.
2: And that's kind of where I was getting at a little bit is that I was so involved in the business. And then to me, it wasn't from an IT perspective. Then we went to real estate. We built the company together. And in fairness, brought us much, much closer together from a personal standpoint as well. And I think some people argue, hey, they can't work together whatever. For us, Our marriage would be very, very different. We talk about work all the time. I mean, people are like, hey, you shouldn't talk about work all the time. Like, well, we want to. (laughs) That's what we both enjoy. But our marriage would be very, very different. Our kids' lives would be very different. I think our personal individual lives would be very different if we were not doing this together.
1: I think it gave us a lot more in common. We had very little in common before. So since we both became driven to create this company for the same purpose and helping other people. That gave us both a passion and we were both working hard together toward this one goal.
0: Hmm.
1: And we've created other things in common since then. We've learned to communicate better since then, which has also saved our marriage, which is a big problem with any partnership, marriage or business, right? If one of you or both of you don't know how to communicate well or listen well, then you're going to have conflict. You're going to have built up resentment and your partnership, again, business or marriage is just going to blow up.
2: And it gave Tamil the confidence that I think she probably lacked before because she was "Hey, I'm just a stay-at-home mom or, or whatever it may be, which is a very important role, of course. But I think a lot of women that get that role, they are looking for something more than that. Some people are, some people aren't. Tamil definitely was. And it gave her the ability to get involved in an in area that she already liked, new stuff about, but to build the confidence. And now she. Is very confident now in what she does and she's awesome at it, but that gave her a little more purpose in life, I guess.
0: I was going to ask about how you two separate the work and family boundaries, if at all. And what you mentioned earlier, I think it was Tamil, it sounds like maybe you don't, where you're always talking about business. Is there a separation or is it, it can be right before before we close our eyes to go to bed at night and we still could be talking about an event or coaching or buying an apartment community?
1: Yeah, there really is no separation for us, again, because we do enjoy what we do. Mm -hmm. And we're both passionate about everything about the business events, the people we met or whatever, right? The deals going on, we can catch up at the end of the day and, oh, what students are doing what deals? And I like having that in common with him. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't feel like we're always working. It feels like we're always doing what we love. And as far as our kids go, our daughter is attending school. So she's gone most of the day. She's in the eighth grade. When she comes home, she goes to her room and we almost never see her. So typical (laughs) junior higher. And then our son, who's in the 11th grade right now, he's doing mostly virtual school. So I do help tutor him some in algebra two. And then he chats with me throughout the day instead of doing his work because we're both together. So I think he's still feeling like he gets plenty of our time or in the evenings, maybe we'll sit in the hot tub together and he'll chit chat with us some more. So I feel like we get enough family time. I don't feel like we're lacking in that. Do you, baby? No.
2: And, and in fact, Tyler, our son, he's very interested in the business and he asks questions all the time and he's done some stuff as far as editing some of the podcast things like that. And and they're like, Hey, don't you have a test tomorrow? And he'll come show us something (laughs) like he did. We're like, that has really no relevance to your test tomorrow, does it? But he gets fixated on these things. So he's Mm -hmm. interested in it. I think the time wise, we have way more time available, even though we're busy than we did before, but it's the flexibility. So I have to pick my daughter from school. No problem. When I was doing it, I might not even be in the the state
0: Mm -hmm. uh, on a
2: regular basis. So it's given us some flexibility. Our kids do ask a lot of questions about the business, our son more in particular, because he's like, this is my out when I get done with high school, I'm going to work for mom and dad, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so we'll, we'll see about that. But some people I think need that separation. I really do for us. We don't because Tamil mentioned, we love it and things like that. All our friends are from our real estate group and our kids are friends with their kids. And Mm -hmm. we go on vacation together. We got, we went back to vacation in June in Florida with like 70 people there. So just kind of an environment where it's just part of our life now. Was it
0: a mastermind vacation? Seems like quite the large friend group. <laughs> it was a pool and beach, beach mastermind. Uh, so, so it was for okay.
1: all of our members and their families. Uh, okay. And it was like no instruction. We were just going to be together and do life together.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Where in Florida? Clearwater. Okay. Beautiful yes. place.
1: Yes. Very
0: nice. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference, February 24th through 26th, back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. Here's a problem you're probably not solving for right now. Have you ever had a tenant squat inside your rental and refused to pay rent? Or are you worried about renting to a serial rent dodger? You've probably used a credit report for tenant screening before but what if I told you you're missing out on info you need to properly verify prospective tenants? That's a problem, and the solution is Rentify. Rentify provides a summary of a prospective tenant's financial information using bank-verified transactional data you can't get from a credit check. This includes monthly income, payroll, past rent payments, and identity verification. Rentify's reports also highlight non-sufficient funds, overdraft history, and missed rent payments. It's all available at www.trustrentify.com. The best part is Rentify's financial reports instantly verify the full financial picture of a tenant within minutes, so you will no longer have to waste hours or even days verifying their information manually, and you can eliminate the risk of being duped by fraudulent documents and losing thousands of dollars getting unreliable tenants evicted. Visit trustrentify.com. And use the promo code FAIRLESS for 25% off your first report package. That's T-R-U-S-T-R-E-N-T-I-F-Y dot com. Put in the promo code FAIRLESS, F-A-I-R-L-E-S-S, for 25% off your first report package. By the way, for Best Ever listeners, this conversation isn't just about two people being married, partnering in a business. It's really, as Tamil and Mark have both mentioned and alluded to, it's about partnerships in general in business. Three things that are coming through whenever I'm hearing you two talk about this. One is respecting the skill sets your business partner has, whether you're married to them or not, you must respect their skill sets and give them space to flourish and also trip up as you will, as you (laughs) practice your skill sets. One, two is you both have to have matching desire and passion for what you're doing. Clearly, you both have that. And then three is the communication piece as Tamil said, in marriage and business, you've got to have that. What other suggestions will be specific now for someone who is considering going into business and we'll say real estate investing with their significant other? In addition to those three things, what other areas should they keep in mind? Hey, make sure you do this or don't do this.
2: One I would say would be define roles up front, which took us probably about a year for us to figure out who was doing what. And we had a lot of overlap. Sometimes we're both working on the same thing and it's like, I'm editing an email and she's adding an email and I know she's doing it and I'm doing it. I'm like, okay, now we have to incorporate our comments, but we didn't do a good, good job at all. First year, as far as having defined roles, that's one. Mm-hmm. Anything that you can think of, Tamil?
1: I would say in general, even networking, trying to network together you can try it both ways. You can try to network together as a couple. You can try to go to a networking event and then branch out. That was actually a struggle in the beginning for us. We got each other to the networking event, but it's like, okay, well, what do we say? You go, you go start. So that was kind of a learning curve for us, but doing it together at least got us in the room. It's almost like If you know you need to exercise, if you can just convince yourself to go and step out the door or get on the treadmill, it doesn't matter how long you're there. If you can work together and leverage each other as accountability, I think that's helped a lot as Mm -hmm. well for us.
2: One other thing I would say, whether it's married or not, is that we see a lot of partnerships in our group. And I'm sure you do too, Joe, with your group. And I can tell you it's 99% of the time that there is one partner, let's say, assume are two people. One partner that does more than the other, Yep,
0: partner, of course,
2: without a doubt, you know, who it is very early in the mm-hmm. process. Yep, So you have to understand that. I think Tamil and I are very well balanced we're married and we have different roles, but there will be a time where you're in a partnership and you're going to either feel like you're doing more than the other person. And you might be, you just have to decide how big is a deal. Is that for you? If you're, you're both striving to make the business successful. You're just going to have to realize that you may be doing more than the other partner. And that's just reality. It happens all the time.
0: Anything that we haven't talked about that you two think we should before we wrap up? One other thing comes to mind, because again,
2: seeing a lot of partnerships that come through, I tell people, and they're adults, make their own decisions, but I will say, hey, if you're going to partner, launch a partner on a single deal together. I can't tell you how many people right. come into our group saying, we're partners. or are partnering all deals together. Well, Amen. lots of times something happens. Yep. So, partner on a single deal. See how you guys work together, and then what happens? Let's say you and I, Joe, are partners, and you have a skill set that I don't have, and other people in the group want to partner with you. What well, do you bring me in? Well, hey, Joe, I'm your partner. Well, yeah, Mark, yeah. but you're not adding any value, <laughs> you know. Yep. So- That's a struggle. So getting those things defined up front, just like a marriage, right? Is very, very important. And you won't have it all figured out. You won't. But if you do those things, it'll make your life a lot easier. And if you have to have a tough conversation with a partner, you need to have those tough conversations.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I see that time and time again, where people say, Hey, here's my partner. We're going to do it. And then one of them just drops off the face of the earth. Another one proceeds. It happens 70% of the time. But thank goodness we're doing individual deals versus trying to create the new Facebook where we're giving people equity immediately and now we're stuck with them because there's only one deal. It is, we're the new Facebook. But as real estate investors, we can bounce from deal to deal. And fortunately for you two and for me, we have found the right partners. I'm not married to my business partner, but we found the right partners and we've grown together that way. But it doesn't always pan out that way correct. Well, how can the best ever listeners learn more about what you two are doing and how to learn about your coaching and also your deals and conferences?
1: Sure. They can just go to our website, thinkmultifamily.com. If you're interested in the coaching, then it's slash coaching. If you're interested in investing, it's slash investing. You can also ask us questions by info at thinkmultifamily.com. If you want to send personal emails to either myself or Mark, Mark, M-A-R-K at, or Tammy, T-A-M-I at thinkmultifamily.com.
0: Thanks for being on the show as always. Thanks for giving your insight and, and sharing your experiences of partnering up together and grateful that you both are on the show and looking forward to speaking again soon. Thanks, Joe. We'll see you here
2: in a few months too. So looking forward to that.
0: Absolutely.